Hey, this coach. You tune into the Encouragers. Episode 36 starts now. that special little lady in the room with you <laughs> just reach around and smack her on the cheeks oh uh, <laughs> is the uh christmas devotional still going does it finish up it's it's over yeah oh, okay that's beautiful know, music i shouldn't I have bet. ruined it with my oh yeah voice <laughs> <laughs> you got that Bro, you got that DJ voice going on right now, brother. Sounds good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it took me a little bit to get this up and running because the um, my audio was tripping, man. It was like the, the something with the core or something. I, I don't know. Zoom got... doesn't. Uh, Zoom has. Uh, I just had another update too, but you know, Zoom with their updates it messes with the audio quite a bit. I think they're always trying to improve the quality of the sound coming through, but it. Mm. It's like I got to reconfigure. This time was the most flawless that I've had, though. Um, had it go through because last time I had issues trying to get in there as well. Um, yeah. Trying to get my just my headphones to work, so I couldn't hear my audio. So I ended up just listening through the computer. But everything flawless this time. Yeah, it sounds good, man. You got you sound good on this end, bro. It sounds really good. You too. How's your Sunday so far, man? It's good, man. Pretty laid back. Got some rest. Oh, good. Watch some football. Did you see uh, the 49er Tua game or Dolphins game? Did you watch that? Yeah. Yeah, I was watching Red Zone. So I kind of I saw like uh, really like not the whole game, but just like the majority of the impactful plays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It, it was um, – Are you, you're playing fantasy, right? Are you playing fantasy? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in two leagues this year. I'm in a $20 league and a $50 league. And I'm, man, my fifty dollar league. We've been playing for like, man, since twenty thirteen, <laughs> probably twenty fourteen. I don't know, a long time. But every year, it's been a different person. There's, uh, I think one person went back to back. But uh, this year, I started off high, and now I'm like, there's a lot of us that are six and six, so we needed the win today. Yeah, to like move up, and I'm in that bracket. There's like six of us. Well, I'm in twelve man league. Is the fifty dollar one, and um. Man, today was a tough one, man. Like my quarterback when I had Jimmy Gar- Jimmy G is my starting quarterback this week, week thirteen. Hurt his ankle, huh? Hurt his ankle. He went out, man. I was like, oh my goodness. And I'm playing one of the leaders in my in my um my bracket or one of the top dudes in my uh fantasy league. And I needed a win this week, man. There's a lot of us that are six and six, but dude, if you guys are listening, if uh if that group is listening, shout out to uh Kalapa Wolfpack and our um fantasy league man it's been going strong for a while and hopefully we have a new winner this year but yeah man <laughs> how many leagues are you in how many leagues are you in i'm in two this year i've, I've done like four or five before but uh just two this year right on right on i'm like uh i'm kind of right i i'm winning with in one of my leagues i'm like i don't know seven and four so something like that That's um pretty good and then uh i'm 500 in another one Okay. 
so the the toughest league is the the one that with like me and Asi and Jeff Tuha and um uh Keith and Jordan like this we're we've been doing that one for probably 10 years <laughs> but there's a really? ton of people in it so like yeah it's tough to like you can't if your quarterback goes down you don't really have anything you could pick up <laughs> Who's yeah, because there's so many people in it um in yeah. that one I uh in that one it is hold on let's pull it up so I'm accurate so I don't mix up my leagues um Justin Fields uh maybe scoring points but you just yeah I had him on my bench because in that league, um, I had um, Kyler Murray, but he's had a rough year with injury and stuff too. So those are my two quarterbacks in that league. Mm, that's what's up. Yeah, this week, week 13, is a crucial week for a lot of fantasy games, man. This is the mid Whether or not you make it to the playoffs, right? Yeah, whether or not you make it to the playoffs, dude, and that's where the money's at. So anyhow, um you know, this is episode 36. Everyone, thank you for tuning in today, episode 36. We're joined here. My name is Stefan Otis. I'm the host for today. And uh, we're joined here today. I'm with uh, Coach, Coach Will Kofa. He's out in Utah. And I'm with my um, brother, Rex Roots. Jake, he's all the way out in North Carolina. And, um, man, how's Coach, how you doing, man? Got a little baby there? Can you hear us okay? Yeah. Just wanted to show you guys, baby. Hi, baby. What's up? horrible. <laughs> Baby's about three months old now. Mm -hmm. So coach is doing diapers all over again. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Ah, uh, you guys, how's the how's the holiday stuff going so far for you guys? We're in holiday season right now, full effect. It's good. Like quick transition. Like Thanksgiving was great. It, you know, it was good to spend some time with some family and, you know, and reflect because I think, you know, and we'll, you know, this, I think our, um, this episode is going to be kind of concentrated on, you know, your, your vision forward. Right. But, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's always good to kind of take your vision in the present and, and in the past and be thankful. So it was just good to, you know, get, get your mind right and, and be thankful for all the things that you have, see where you've come from, you know, see where you're at, you know, and then, you know, kind of, you know, Christmas time, we can kind of get focused on back on the family and then moving forward uh, out of the holiday season. So it's a, it's, it's a real good time. I think uh, I really love Christmas time. My dad uh, used to take me on, we do like secret Santa for, you know, for, for members of the church that, um, you know, we got selected. And so the fun part was like, it, it was snowing. There was like snow banks everywhere. And my dad would, would be like, let's hide, let's hide, let's hide. You know, so it's fun for a kid. Um, and then we run up, ring the doorbell and they take off. So they don't know who it was. And we'd be hiding behind the snow banks trying to see if they got it, but we didn't want, you know, them to see us who, who had dropped it off. So those are just fun memories of giving that I really love. And, you know, stories like that, which is kind of, you know, get getting that spirit of giving, and you know that's the funnest part about this month is it is you know of course, um, you know th those of us that have faith, uh, you know, in our Savior and what He did for us, you know, celebrating His birth and then giving, you know, those are the two fun things for me. And that's what's up, Coach. What about you? How's the uh, holiday stuff going for you? Christmas time. Yeah, man. You know, the um, the holidays always remind you how important families are. You know, just mm -hmm. like how important people that you love, maybe not necessarily like blood family, but people that you love, people that um, 
that you that comes within your circle during your lifetime and it's just a good reminder of just keeping those people by you you know um through the good and through the bad um but it's funny when i heard jay talking about snow banks man it was 75 80 degrees during during christmas where i lived and, and was born and raised and we were we're at the beach you know, we're riding our bikes on the beach and we're eating seafood and <laughs> we don't see any snow in California. Um, and so being here in Utah, it's 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 a different uh, feeling just because you see it on TV. And mostly all the Christmas movies are all about the wintertime, the snow. It makes it just that much more special. And it's true. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like seeing the snow during Christmas is a different feeling, man, mm-hmm. you know, versus seeing um you know the beach and the water and the sunshine it's it's not it's not the same um because of what the what the what television has taught you about what it should look like for for christmas mm. coach we've flipped because uh, that's what i have now over here <laughs> and you got all the snow over there <laughs> yeah jake what part of uh, north carolina are you at for uh, people who are listening Wilmington, North Carolina. So you ten, you know, ten minutes from the beach, mm-hmm. you know, and, and pretty temperate. Um, you know, my parents moved down here last year, and my mom went to the beach last week, and she was just all happy that she's getting the sun and everything. And, you know, it's still it's still kind of messes because they moved down from Massachusetts. I've lived here for about ten years, but they moved down from Massachusetts recently, and of course, getting all the winters, all the stuff like that, right? And mm-hmm. so it's a drastic change. Um, you know, my parents having dealt with the winters for 20 plus years up there, uh, more than that, but you know, 20 plus in, in Massachusetts, they are uh, happy to be down here, even though to coach's point too, it, you kind of miss out on the Christmas spirit of it a little bit, not having the mm-hmm. snow, mm-hmm. uh, but your bones feel better. <laughs> man, I bet. Tell me about it, man. It's we get all the seasons over here in Reno, and uh, this there's a winter storm that just went through. It passed. It went east, headed east towards Coach's area. Well, man, they probably got dumped on over there. But yeah, you have man, snow on the ground right now. Uh, yeah, it snowed a little bit, but it's all dried up. It was a mixture of snow and rain. But man, it is cold, bro. My bones is hurting. Coach and Tech have snow on the ground. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a lot of great things about the holidays right now. A lot of traditions, like you said earlier, a lot of food. One thing I love about the holidays is the food aspect Ooh-wee. of it, man. A lot of the – all the cooking, all the cookers and chefs come out. And a cup of cobble right there holding up to the screen. <laughs> Lucky, bro. Take a cup from me, man. Love your uh, background screen there, Jake. Got the good vibes. <laughs> good vibes. Yeah. Go, go, go. Just had to had to switch switch it up here. Shout out to Donga and Good Vibes Kava, yeah. <clears throat> one of our major sponsors for this podcast. Guys, check them out on Instagram. Good Vibes is spelled with the G E W D, Vibes V I B E S. Good Vibes Kava. You can find them on Instagram and in between uh, two underscores. Oh yeah, so underscore Good Vibes Kava, underscore underscore. Right on. Yeah, man. Uh, shoot. Um, this coming Sunday, there's a program. We talked about it on the last podcast with Tech, but they uh, there's this thing in Reno where they all the different uh, denominations get together, all the Tongan denominations, different churches um, get together, and they uh, do a bohiva. We call it bohiva night of singing. And so that's coming up this Sunday. I'm looking forward to that. When we were growing up younger, 
um, when I was growing up, Tech and I here in Reno, they used to have that. They used to hold that all like every year. They would have a a bull heva, and you know, because of COVID, the last two years they kind of like went went away from it. So this is the first year back from COVID, and it's uh they're going all out, man. The LDS Church, uh, LDS um, Faith, they're they're hosting this year, and they're they're in charge of providing the facility. You know. Everyone's going to meet at that facility to to do the uh, singing, the night of singing. And then um, they're also in charge of the food. So there's like, uh, I heard there was like 40 pigs being roasted up this coming weekend for that Bohiva night this Sunday coming up. And I'm off and I can't wait, man. I'm about to grab on some pig <laughs> um, this weekend. I also enjoy the music, uh, the different um, holiday music that they're going to be singing, church songs, you know what I'm saying? Each church. So you got the Church of Tonga singing, the the Tongan Methodist Church, the Wesleyana Church, you know, Tongans just all singing. I haven't been to one of those in years, several years since I was little, probably. But uh, coach, you ever you ever go to a Bohiva with different churches, like different nom- denominations? You ever see that? Ever yeah, if you haven't been to one of these Bohivas, like in person, it's mm-hmm. a whole different experience. Man, just like um, I think um. You know, we grew up here in the States, so we don't we're not that really connected with the culture yeah. as much as our parents do and growing up in islands. Mm-hmm. But just being there, I feel like I'm, I'm proud to be Tongan. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because of the music and the different harmonies, the harmonies, the women, the men, like they scream their lungs out in tune, though. You know in what tune? I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, and most of it's all acapella, man. Like, there's no pianos. It's all done, like, acapella-wise, um, you know, that type of vibe. So it is dope, man. I Hopefully I can get, a like, uh, record it or take photos of it. Um, that's the, for me, that's coming up this Sunday, that event where all the churches are getting together. But um, do they do that up in Utah? Do you, do you ever, all the any polys or Samoans, Samoan steak or Tongan steak, do they, do they do that up there? Man, I, I haven't I haven't even searched for it. Um, my grandma's uh, brother, which is Tech's dad's brother, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. Um, was a Faifikao, which is like the the head of the Church of Tonga, and we used mm-hmm. to go to his in Compton. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, Compton. In, in Compton, yeah. So in Compton, they had the Church of Tonga there, and it's it's different, man. It's fun. It's um, just how much, just to feel the love of the people, how much love they have for the for the Lord, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And just grateful just to be there to to sing. And, you know, when you hear the island music, man, the, especially church hymns, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you watch rugby, dang, man, it's just a, it's a, it's just different, bro. Yeah, it is. Uh, well, first of all, tell everyone that, you know, for those of you who are first time listening in to us. We, we do our podcast. We're we're uh, from different areas of the country. So, Coach, Coach, where are you from at right now? Where are you at right now? Salt Lake City, Utah. And uh, we said earlier, Jake, you're at? Wilmington, North Carolina. Wilmington, North Carolina. And then Coach grew up in – where'd you grow up? Tell them a little about your background, Coach, just so you can – you know, most people that are listening in right now, tuning in, tell them a little – and then I'll go to you afterwards, Jake. Tell them a little bit about your background. Yeah, man, you know – Mom and dad are, are immigrants from the from the islands and um, didn't have much moving here, just like any other um, immigrant moving into the States and uh, landed in a 
small city by the sea called Long Beach, California. So we're the original Tongans of that city. Mm. Um, the original um, uh, families, one of the original families that were born and raised in that city of Long Beach, you know, city of Snoop Dogg and Warren G. That was our neighborhood, you know? And every time I hear Snoop, every time I hear Warren G, I'm like, man, that's love. That's me. That's me, you know? I identify with them just because we're from that city, but I'm Tongan, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, growing up, I had to uh, educate people on what Tongans were. And I had a little bit of identity crisis growing up because um, I didn't. no one knew what Tongans were. And I had to educate them, you know? He said, are you like a, a big Mexican or, you know what I'm saying? Or <laughs> are you like, um, you know, Samoan? No, 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 we're none. We're neither, you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, that was like hard growing up to try to find my identity of who I am. You know, nowadays it's, it's, it's easier. You say it, people, people know now, you know, um, athletes are throwing up the T now on, on, on the professional level now, which makes it look like that, that symbol means something now, you know, mm. versus me. But, um, yeah, man, I'm from Cali, man. I born and raised happy where I grew up, um, grew up with nothing, which is great because everything I have, I'm grateful for mm. feel me. And, uh, I live here in Salt Lake city now, um, home of the Utah jazz, go jazz. <laughs> We're all live. <laughs> Coach and I, we're Lakers fan, but Lakers, uh, you know, Coach grew up from L.A., so he's a diehard Lakers fan, but I can't believe I hear those words coming out of your mouth right now. <laughs> jazz. Yeah, but Jazz are tight, dude. You know, Carmelo, Malone, John Stockton. Yeah, the old school Jazz. But that's what's up. Yeah, Coach, thank you for being with us today. And uh, for those of you listening, you know, we're, we're, there's, there's a group of seven of us, and we're all from different walks of life, but most, the majority of us, we all worked together, and we went to college together. And so... Coach and I, we were uh, college uh, roommates. We played football down at Dixie State, and then um, Coach continued his education on to Arizona State University. And he, uh, when he went there to play, I moved and followed him along to Arizona State, and I was roommates with him down there. And uh, we have another guy on the podcast. His name is Paul Fanaika. He uh, he was our roommate too. So we're all just uh, one big happy family here. And then Jake, Jake, how do we know you, Jake? Kind of introduce everybody. Oh, you are if you're watching on uh, th this is how we got to know each other was right here around around the bowl you can't see the comete right next to me but it was uh and you guys can go back and listen to the, the first episode that I was on um so we talked about a little bit of the background but of course I met everybody um in college uh either going to school or coming up to visit or going to visit is where we kind of all linked up and you know telling stories around 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 the Kava bowl and you know, became a, a strong brotherhood from, from there and on, you know, and I think some of us are approaching 20 plus years here of, of friendship. So it's just, you know, we've, we've been friends a long, long time, uh, but it came from that. So how I got to that was, so I was raised, um, in upstate New York, uh, until I was about right around 12. And then my family moved to Massachusetts, um, in Foxborough. Um, and that's where I kind of, most of my memories are from, although, you know, upstate New York, you remember a lot of snow and a lot of cold and in, in the winter times and, you know, not being, um, not being around much Polynesians, that's for sure. Uh, when we went to Massachusetts, there was one family that were fire dancers and they were Samoans. 
And so that was like the beginning of learning, learning about Polynesians. And then I um, ended up going to college out West on the, you know, on the uh, Idaho Wyoming border and ran into some big, uh, big muscular, fast, uh, Brown guys <laughs> that, uh, played the ukulele and played football and, you know, were very musical and very much into their culture. And, you know, and, and that's kind of, you know, long story short, uh, how we all kind of got to know each other. And then through the sales game, I did some traveling and, you know, ended up living um, in North Carolina for the past 10 years. That's kind of, you know, lo long story short, how I ended up out here. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's how we ended up here, you know, and there were some short stops in New York city. There were some short stops in, <laughs> uh, yeah. in Arizona, there were some short, short stops all over the place, but you know, we have a long history together of, of working together, having fun together, visiting each other, um, all that. That's what's up. You know, me and tech lived in New York and we actually, we drove up, uh, we rode the train up to Foxborough and we had, didn't we spend a Christmas or something up there or was it Thanksgiving? I can't remember. Christmas. Oh yeah. It was yep. Christmas. Yep. Got them. Uh, that was stadium. awesome. Yeah, man. Shoot. This fool is right next to Gillette Stadium, man. Like, you can literally throw the football from his house. <laughs> and, well, five, well, yeah, it was five minutes away. Now, my parents are down here. So, we, I got no roots left in Foxborough. Rest in peace, Foxborough. <laughs> um, yeah, always will have a place in my heart. But, uh, yeah, parents are about 20 minutes from me now. So, the I have some family in Gloucester, which is about an hour north of Boston on the coast. So if you think about uh, Cape Cod, right, is kind of uh, east of Boston, kind of southeast of Boston a little bit. And then there's a Cape Ann, which is north of Boston. <clears throat> hey, so when you grew up, Jake, did you eat a lot of lobster rolls and like a lot of lobsters, like fresh seafood from that area? Was that pretty uh, popular for y'all? That's uh, expensive food. <laughs> <laughs> and that th that is we didn't have much money growing up so that i didn't really get to experience that really until i started making money and coming back mm. and then you know when i was able to come back and take advantage of it but unfortunately um fish you know we would have fish but lobster was something uh, a little later in life that uh started to sample and it is everything they say it is you know main lobster is not like any other lobster you'd ever have especially if you get it fresh caught that day it's you know if you it, uh, it's hard to explain. Uh, I guess the best way I, I, I could explain it is if you've if you've caught fresh fish out of the ocean and mm. eaten it that day where there's no fishiness. So imagine lobster that way, um, no fishiness to it, really rich and fresh. It's just different coming from Maine. So, but yeah, yeah, it took it took me a, a while before I got to experience that. <laughs> sure, that's what's up. And speaking of food, like you know, the holidays are here and. There's a lot of different cooking that's going to be coming up over, you know, in the next few weeks and stuff. Um, Coach, what do you, what do you guys do for uh, Christmas, man? What do you guys, anything you guys specially, specialty we would throw down or anything uh, out of the ordinary for food? Growing up, man, it's, it's, we just went to the park and barbecued. Um, so, <laughs> you know, played hoops and, you know, volleyball or rack them up. You know, if you know what rack them up is back in the days. What's that? Um, it's just you have a ball, mm -hmm. and it's everybody against everybody. Uh -huh. So whoever has the ball, you tackle the guy with the ball. As soon as like, you get tackled, you let the ball, you keep, keep the ball on the ground, and you just go back and forth. Scoring to rounds and kill the carrier? Was it, it. similar? Yeah. Same, same thing. <laughs> it's like every part of the country had their own name for it, but, yeah, we all play that same game. <laughs> we call it smear the queer. I don't know if you can say that's that. That's it. Man. That's it. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's how we, we call it smear the queer i mean but you can see why that's not wouldn't oh, work out today yeah yeah okay <laughs> well that's what's up man i'm still tripping you guys had all the warmth and sunshine uh-oh who do we have here uh-oh what's up, boys? <laughs> what's up tonga what's up oh, tonga? A yeah what's up man man it's good to see you, brother. How you doing today? How's your Sunday? Good, man. I'm doing well. Doing well. Blessed. That's what's up. We were just talking about For some sure. holiday food and the cooking and holiday stuff coming up. Anything uh, out of the ordinary for you guys coming up for the the holidays? Anything you guys throw down during the holidays or um, anything? Whatever we had for uh, Thanksgiving, we kind of do um, the other one. So it's either ham or or turkey for Thanksgiving and whatever we don't have on Thanksgiving we have for Christmas. So mm. just to switch it up a little, you know? That's what's up. Yeah, this year for Thanksgiving we did a little seafood. My I was with my um my in laws for their um for the Thanksgiving we had Wakatunu and then some just a bunch of seafood. So I think we're gonna switch it up and do like the turkey this time for Christmas. So we'll see what's up. But man a lot of food coming up, man. A lot of good cooking, especially uh, this week, this Sunday for me, man. Do they do the um, – Thonga's living in Arlington, Texas, um, and there's a, you know, pretty uh, strong island Polynesian community there. Do you guys know – if do you guys do the Bolhiva down there? Does your – does that community down there, do they do like a Bolhiva? Yeah, the churches get I think it's uh, in two weeks. It's like the – the Sunday before Christmas, they're doing a Bohiva. The boys were actually talking about it at all, um, at our little gathering yesterday. <laughs> but yeah, um, Bohiva for sure. And then obviously, uh, you know, New Year's week is uh, weekend local, so mm. church is all, all week that week, you know? That's what Tech, we were talking about that the last episode with Tech. He's about to be in uh, in, in the Netherlands, in Tonga. December 27th, and he said like, he's going to be there doing the whole Week at Lotu thing. Oh, and man, that's going to be that's gonna be fun, bro. Bro, if this dude don't come back meeting somebody, I'm, I don't know what. Hey, <laughs> I'm happy for, if you don't come back, good for you, bro. But come back with a name or some a referral or something for, you know, like a partner <laughs> or something. I know Tech's going to listen back to this because I'm going to put it out tonight, but. Come back with hey. a hickey. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll make sure all your kids over here are taken care of. Tech. <laughs> For real, man. Jeez. Well, yeah, that that fool is about to take off soon. He's nervous because uh, he was telling me that he has to go by himself because um, he's going. He's traveling with his uncle out there, but his uncle's going to Australia, and he um, they're going to split up in Fiji, and he's going to end up going by himself to Tonga from Fiji. So. I don't know what he's going to do, but I was telling him, I was like, you know, it's not like you don't know the language or anything. You, you can go there. You go, yeah. You'll be all right, bro. Just go figure it out, man. Just find someone someone to help you. <laughs> I finally got to talk to him. Like, he was like, hey, you've been throwing, give me some pointers. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it. And, man, I felt bad for some of the stuff that he was having to go through. Like, um, I can't remember if it was a cousin or a, we'll just say a family member. He reached out to him and was like, hey. I'll be in town, blah, 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 blah. I really want to see you guys. And all he got back was, Manatui, iPad, Manatui, Moha, 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 Moha. You know what I mean? Like, 
he felt like uh, uh, he was just like, I don't know what to do if I should just go straight to my uncle's house and wait till he gets there. And I was like, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's four months. I told him uh, where, wherever he's staying is like the village over from the airport from four months. So, you know, so mm-hmm. if he gets a crazy bill in a taxi, he already know that the guy, the taxi driver knows that he's from Doha. And he was tripping out when I was like, I'm sure you don't have to have his address. You would just tell the taxi driver, hey, we're happy to hide behind. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they would already know because it's that village is right next door. And that's how it wasn't when I went. Like, it was never an address. It was like um, like my grandparents, they own apartments in, in Tonga. So when we were catching a taxi from Kolo to my grandparents, I'd be like, um, Leilani, Leilani Apartments. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. So they would just take us right there. So, you know, the whole landmarks thing as your directions came into play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they don't, they don't, well, I'm have happy to... for my man, dude. He's going to go and he's going to be there for two, I think, two and a half weeks. He, um, man, he's that's long he... enough, bro. I know. What if he comes back and he's engaged? <laughs> hey, let's get it. Oh, technically. what if he comes back and he tells us we're all going to be uncles? <laughs> nah, <I'm> a... <clears throat> nah, we're just man we'd be hey he just ain't play, here, so we, can, hey, we can fuck <laughs> him right now he's gonna listen back to this and be laughing but yeah man um just a lot yeah great things are happening the, we're we're coming towards the end of the year right and i know tech started working now i've been trying to keep up with this workout thing but you know i kind of wanted to talk about the uh, you know the future what um and what it holds for us and what we can do to uh, prepare for our future. And I kind of sent out a group text message today that we would you know like a subject that we'd talk about on today's um, podcast. And Sunday night, it's Sunday. It's around almost seven o'clock our, my time here in uh, in Reno. And I kind of I shot a text message out say let's talk about um, the importance of having a vision board and um, and what that can do for us or what what that can do for for our audience, you know, what the importance of having a vision board. And I shot that out. Now, you know, I just want to kind of transition over to that topic now, because we're coming, we're at the last month, you know, we're going into 2023. And I think it's important for all of us, not just here on our podcast, but for those who are listening to kind of develop, um, kind of develop some kind of vision board, right? What are you guys' uh, thoughts on the importance of having a vision board and what that can do for us? Just open it up. We'll go how, whoever wants to go first. It's huge, man. It's like the uh it's like your map, right? Your your uh, your guide. It's always good to have some kind of guide um, to achieve your goals, right? Because a vision board just give everybody a background. It's just like something that you want to achieve, whether it be um, spiritually, something you want tangible in your hand, or something that you want to better yourself with. So um like a map, to be honest, saying like like a guide, right? Yep. 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 Um, just to like for those probably who has never heard of a vision board, basically, let me I'll just read this little thing on what a vision board is. It says the uh, purpose of a vision board um, is basically is a collection of images. Meaningful quotes, song lyrics, it can be anything, anything that you find to be inspiring or representative of your personal goals. 
um, wants or desires. And they say typically a vision board is the size of a poster board um, that illustrates what you envision your ideal future might look like. And um, once it's completed, your vision board should be displayed somewhere where it can frequently trigger a sense of urgency and motivation to, to, to take action towards completing your plan to reach your goals and turn your vision into reality. Um, for me, I, 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 you know, we all have our phones and we carry our phones around and some of my goals that I like to, like I'm trying to reach, um, or trying to like, like work towards, I always put that on my, my lock screen, right? Like on my phone, I, I put a, a, a lot of the goals that I try to hit or try to like, I'm focusing on, on my lock screen or on the, on the, uh, not the, just the lock screen, but the background screensaver on my phone. That's one thing I like to do um, if I'm working towards a goal or something. Like if I'm trying to get a certain, uh, hit a certain goal in my weight or my food, I always put that on my lock screen or on the background. But what are some things that you guys are doing or have seen done um, to help you with your vision boards or, or to get you started? And who's jamming right now? My wife. Nice. Sounds good. We got some back. Yeah, so yeah, it sounds good. So I, I guess I'll I'll start. You know, because because like it starts with 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 a thought, right? Like visualizing it in your mind. And so, and I started doing like mini vision boards when I was an athlete, when I was younger, because just picturing in your head over and over something you're trying to accomplish, whether it was like winning a championship or mastering a certain move or um, in a certain situation, the game winning goal, like stuff like that. So I started and I didn't know like that was part of it, but that's kind of how it started. And then that was able to, you know, I was able to kind of take that um, and, and transfer that into other life goals too. Um, and I'm not the best at it, but I would say when I perform on them the best, that those goals are in a visual place where you see them often. And it can be a couple different things because um, I, I like, do you guys know who um, who uh, PBD is? Uh, Patrick Bet David. He's got a mm -hmm. podcast. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, really, really successful entrepreneur, uh, very motivational speaker, but he kind of talks about, and I like how he has his, he, he has like three facets to his vision boards and he's got like what he's trying to accomplish and he, he does cutouts. So, you know, everybody's is going to be a little different, but I like his a lot. So kind of, kind of like, you know, and I have, not to his degree, but I have like something I'm trying to accomplish is where I can see it. So whether it's on a sticky note, it's on a picture, it's on something. So, so Patrick, but David's got, um, actually he's got it framed, right. And he's got three different pictures and he actually divides it into three different ways. And so one of them is like his goals for his life. Right. So, you know, on one of them, it's got like, you know, being in a seven star hotel or something like that, like a yacht, um, you know, he's got pictures of it in a frame. Um, the other one is, uh, the other two are used to inspire the, um, the main one that he has for his goals. Right. So whether it be money, yachts, whatever his goals are, right. A family, a wife, he had all of those kind of, you know, on his, on his, and you know, on that, on that first frame. And then he's got some inspiration that he gets for, for his mind. So he's got like Einstein, he's got, 
you know, Sir Isaac Newton, he's got just people that um, were inspirational to him that, you know, that can get him fired up to, um, you know, or not fired up, but that can get him to think and process and be creative and kind of get in that space. And then his third one were, you know, high performers, people that um, like Michael Jordan, um, you know, people that were the highest, uh, you know, of their craft to inspire him to be better too. So he kind of divides it kind of in those three ways, but the part that it, I like, uh, like overall is that it's visual is in, you know, it's, it's, if you don't see it, you know, it, it's, it's hard to be disciplined, right? It's hard to work every day. It's hard to be consistent on all the little things that you do. So you're setting yourself up for success by having, a, you know, having a vision board that is seen, not just in, in your mind. I think the pitfall for me is I don't always make it seen enough. When I make it seen, I, I tend to do better and I accomplish it better. Um, so I, I really like how he has it. Um, I've had it on bulletin boards before I've had different things, but, um, just in like researching it, uh, you know, a little bit before this as well, that's probably one of my favorites is, 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 is his version of doing that. Um, and it's kind of like, you know, we all know about like the secret, right. When, when everybody was kind of talking about that, you know, the, the secret is really just kind of putting, you know, your, you, a lot of people talk about manifesting your goals and manifesting what you want to become and what you want to have come to you. But I think it's a visual form of, of manifesting of what the secret is, is what the vision board is to me. That's what's up. You know, it's a Sunday today. It's uh, a lot of people consider this day to be their Holy Sabbath day. Some people are Saturday, right? But keeping on the topic for our Sabbath uh, Sunday, did you know, there's a little fact. Did y'all know that the word vision is mentioned 130 times in the Bible? You guys know that? It's a word that's been I didn't know that. over and over and over, 130 plus times. So kind of like speaking on like what you were saying, it's important to have a vision, right? Every uh, like architect or whatever that builds or constructs a home, they have to, they have to start somewhere and, you know, I think it begins first in the mind. And they say there's a lot of things that says if you can conceive in your mind, it can be uh, it can be attained in the real life and like in the real world. Right. You guys ever heard anything like that, coach? Yeah, man. It says that um, the universe isn't playing any favorites. Oh, wow. Everything in the universe is made up of energy. Hmm. This energy vibrates at different frequencies, mm. and it's possible to align the electrical impulses within your own body to align with all that that is in the universe. Mm. And I think that, like, and I've been saying this for years, years, mm. and everybody has their own way of um, accomplishing their goals. And this is how I accomplish mine personally. Uh, um, I, I really believe that, like, you have to write your goals down somewhere. Like you can't just have it in your head. It has to be written down. It has to be taped down, glued down something for you to visually see because that's how we operate as human beings, in my opinion, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you have to write it down on paper. And people who write their goals down have a, a, a clear vision of where they want to go. Make sense? Mm -hmm. People who don't write their, write their goals down are confused and don't know where they want to go. So people who do write their goals down use people that don't write their goals down to accomplish their goals. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> Can you say that one more time, Coach? Can you repeat that for me? For hey, let, the person? Let, me screen, let me screen record real quick. Go ahead, Coach. Yeah, yeah, man. It's just, I think it's just simple math, you know, but this is what I personally feel in my heart mm-hmm. of all the goals because I'm a goal dude, man. I'm a goal. I write everything down. I put things up. I just try to do everything, try to trick myself into accomplishing something. Oh. You know, I have to trick myself. If not, I get confused or get distracted. But you have to write your goals down on paper. And the quote goes like this. People who write their goals down have a clear vision of where they want to go. Make sense? Mm. People who don't write their goals down are confused and don't know where they want to go. So people who write their goals down use people who don't write their goals down to get where they want to go. Mm. Jeez. Drop the mic right now. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah, I don't know what to say after that because I, I think you're using me. <laughs> and end the podcast right there. Stop using me, guys. Stop using me. Stop using us. Man. Man, that's... that's... Don't know, when you... Don, when you were doing your shop, like when you guys were putting together your shop, did you have a, did you have a, your vision written down, like how you want the shop to look and like, you know, like the shelves? I'm going and... to be honest. Like when, when we first thought about it, like we already wanted, like we wanted something different, like a, a bar theme, right? Mm. So I, we sketched it out 50 million thousand times and it still doesn't even look like the way we sketched it out. But it, it works, you know, we like it. You know what I mean? So we didn't um yeah, we didn't envision it this way. But the way it turned out is like even better. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it worked out for sure. That's awesome, man. And for those of you that don't know that uh Dunga here, he stays in Arlington, Texas, and he owns and operates a card shop out of Arlington, Texas. It's called the Card House, Texas. It's located in uh, near Dallas, Arlington, Texas, right? Yeah. And uh, they just had, they just completed their one year of, of business and congratulations to you. Uh, just give a shout out to you guys for yes, sir. doing that. And uh, we were all there recently. We had a, um, I can't remember, I think it was episode 33 or something. We were down in Texas and we were down there to celebrate with that. So check out that podcast. And we had a, actually we had an open jam session there. So check that out too. That's on our YouTube channel. If you guys haven't already looked at that, but man, yeah, that's deep, man. Um, and also coach. Uh, and by the way, uh, and Te- the card house, Texas, they're actually one of our major sponsors for this podcast. So please check them out. You can reach them and follow them on all social media platforms. Uh, the card house, Texas. And what's the uh, the website um, for your the cardhousetx.com the cardhousetx.com the, the for more information and coach here coach Will Kofa here he actually operates and, and runs uh, another big sponsor for this podcast is called Alpha Academy and you can contact him on and reach out to him and and see their platform all different uh, all social media platforms um, coach how can they get a hold of you guys' program and, and and sign up and stuff like that. Yeah, all Instagram, Twitter. It's just Ofa underscore Academy. Or you can find us at OfaTraining.org. Mm. Train with us, man. We're ready for the season. 
The season has already started, correct? You guys already correct. Already underway. Yes, sir. And and spots do fill up, and then he's that's located in, in uh, the Salt Lake, um, Utah area. So please reach out to coach and um, contact him through there. But yeah, so it's important to have vision, and um, um, it's something that uh, that you hear different talks and entrepreneurs always mention is having having a vision or a plan. But um, you know, sometimes there's a, there's some 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 there's some things that uh, I believe that the sometimes the vision can only be for us and not for other people. So, what do you think about um, where they when they say that uh, be selective on who you share your vision with? You guys ever have that or heard that notion before? I hear that all the time. Sharing your vision with people that don't see what you see Mm -hmm. um, can be toxic. You know, if you share, like, for example, you hear it all the time. People talk about it on social media or any platform. But if you share your vision with especially people that you really, really love and respect, and they are on your own, the same frequency as you, that can be toxic for you. You know what I'm saying? Because you want them to support you, but they they don't see what you see yet. And so if they don't believe you, then um, you begin to start hating them, you know, for not supporting you in a way. they You can get discouraged. You can kind of just be like, oh, if they feel like, this is not what I can do, then maybe this is not what I can do. You know what I'm saying? Start putting some self-doubt in your head. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so you just got to be careful. There's this, uh, like there's this real, um, that I've seen, um, I'm going to play it for you. It's, it's from, uh, maybe that's too loud. Um, Eric Thomas, nah, Jamal King. This guy named Jamal King. I'm gonna see if I can play this, but it's about sharing. They not gonna. Hold on, I'm gonna see if I can. Stop telling your visions to other people, cause they not gonna see it. Why you think you keep imagining opening a business? Why you keep imagining better job? Why do you keep imagining getting rich one day? Why do you keep imagining that? Cause God is talking to you. He's showing you something that he has for you. You've got to understand how good God is. He ain't playing with you. I heard that um, when I was scrolling. But, yeah, Steve Harvard, man, he be coming up with some, you know, some fire, bro. There's this podcast I'd be listening to called Learn, Earn Your Leisure. You guys heard of that? No. Earn Your Leisure. Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty deep, is it? They started about the same. Well, maybe, maybe I think they started in 2017 doing podcasts and stuff. But they started out just like us, just reaching out to people and wanting to learn. But they had a sit down interview. You can watch their. Um, it's on. It's all over YouTube. Earn your leisure, and they have a sit down with uh, Steve Harvey where he's talking about that, about um, uh, uh, you know, visions and all this other stuff for entrepreneurs. But dude, it was pretty deep. Like, like what was your reaction when you guys heard? What he was saying right there. What are some of the things that were running through your heads? I mean, to Coach's point, right? Like, there are some people you could share it with, but it's wasted on other people, right? So it's it's wasted on people that if if they're not on the same wavelength, you know why why do why are we why do why do we spend so much time 
talking to each other every day in the chat because we're on the same wavelength coming up right so we're, we're we're vibing with each other so you know you have to be careful about that but uh, you, you want to surround yourself people that are on the same trajectory that you are the same vibration that you are because otherwise they can throw you off they could kill your dream and potentially especially if you're trying to grow it if you're not strong enough to ride with it on your own so you know we're stronger together than than we are apart uh, but you don't want someone hanging on your ankles, bringing you down. You know, they might throw you off that vibration that's, that's taking you up. So, you know, it's important. I think you guys probably see this too. As people get older, you start to see like people will pull up, pull up, a, uh, they'll put up a post or a meme. How's they'll say that their circle's getting smaller, right? That there's, you know, they're, they're spending more time with less people, you know, they're, and, you know, I think it's the same concept, but they just don't really know it to the, like, this is what's happening. Uh, um, but, you know, a lot of people do that because, you know, you, you start to feel the differences of, you know, people on your side, on your team, people walking the same direction as you flying the same way, you know, you're not flying together. You know, people start to realize that you, you move through life better, you know, being, having the proper support from those that are, you know, moving in the same direction. And, uh, you know, I, th I think that's, that's important to, you know, to recognize and the younger and earlier you recognize it, the more successful you'll be. Mm, I like that. Yeah. I will see. And it, doesn't it always seem like the people that share that, uh, that quote, it seemed like they're the most toxic person too. <laughs> you guys ever see that? Much? I was like, Oh, this person said his circle is getting small, but bro, do you realize who you are? Like, you don't realize how toxic you are. Why are you sharing that for, man? I'm like, dang. It's just, it's just, I just had to say it, man, because there's some people out there that be sharing all those, uh, you know, just keeping it real, sharing all those co quotes, and then, and then they, they're the person that's, that's the reason why their circles get small, because they're so foul, bro. Jeez. I mean, those kind of people, like, they're a little bit oblivious to life, right? And then it kind of smacks them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it smacks them in the face and they, they start to realize what like some successful people have already realized a long time ago that you know, not everybody is in your corner. Not everybody's moving in your same direction. Um, you know, if, if you're in a boat together and someone's rowing the other direction, it's going to be tough to move how you want to move. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> I like that, Jake. Man, I have a hey, funny... reminds me of a story. Yeah, go it for reminds it. me of a story in the Bible, man. You know, we talking about Sunday Sabbath. Mm. Right? Oh. Um, it's in uh, it's in Luke five. Okay, there was those apostles that Jesus picked that the the chose to to follow him, and these dudes are professionals. They know that lake. They know how to fish. They got the right equipment. They mastered their craft learning what kind of net they need to use, what kind of boats they need to use, when they're supposed to throw their nets. But on this specific day, they were fishing all day and couldn't catch nothing. But they're professionals, though. You know what I'm saying? This is what they do for a living. And everybody knew it in that land. And Christ told them, like, hey, take your guys' nets out and throw it on the ocean right now. I'm just, just speaking, kind of just summarizing, right? Yeah, yeah. Those guys were like... What are you talking about? We've been fishing all day. We know this land. We know this lake. Stop. Throw your net out. You're going to catch you, you just throw your net out and you'll see what happens. And you know, everybody knows the story. They threw their net out and 
they cut more than they can ever handle. They can, then they, then they can handle. And it, it says in the scriptures that the net started to rip because there was so much fish. And they asked other people, the, the other boat to come so they can fill their boat too. So there's two boats that were full of fish, which says there's a lot of fish, right? Mm-hmm. And this is what that story teaches me. Does it matter what you're doing in life? If you're a master of your craft, if you're the best of your craft, you can't leave God with you can't leave God out of your plan. Mm. He has to be part of it. So that's I always keep that story. My dad, you know, he always told me, you know, just like all of us, all Polynesians and anybody that's God fearing, it's like you always got to keep God in there. And I and I keep that story just to remind me that everything I do, all the vision boards that I do, somewhere on that board, I got I, I put like a, a symbol, you know what I'm saying? A picture of God or a picture of Christ or something to remind me like, man, I can't accomplish none of this stuff without Christ. It also helps. Like when he told those fishermen to do that, he had another vision, like he had foresight, right? He had, um, he could see, uh, he could see higher or uh, farther than they could see at that moment. And sometimes you just need some people in your life that can that can see go before you and see before you to add more value to your life, like uh, how Jesus did to those fishermen. Having mentors, right? Someone that's been before in that area. Having um, mentors, having people that know know a little bit more than you to seek out their their advice and their and their vision. That's that's dope, man. I love that story, Coach. Thank you for sharing that, man. <laughs> Go deep, bro. because because God's got the He's got like the drone footage from above, right? If we're like translating it into today's time, because <laughs> if you're just sitting there, you know, on the land, and you just or let's 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 give the example that you were saying, Coach, where the drone footage up above they could see the fish down there, right? So that's kind of like the the full view, the panoramic view of what's going to happen, and we're just like. You know, tying knots on the boat, man. We, we, you know, we're so focused on on the immediate. So we need that partnership um, with someone that has the full, you know, the full vision of of, of where we're going. So, and um, you know, I, I love that coach, right? You gotta, you gotta keep the the Lord with you in in all your decisions, uh, and keep them in mind, and um, also knowing that He's given you the tools to make good decisions too, right? So, um. But keeping it in mind as we move forward, I, I think that's super important to include. 100%. And I like the, you said that you mentioned this earlier on when you were kind of like talking about the vision, how everything's down to like the molecular level, how we're made of, that we vibrate and we have different frequency, right? Coach, can you kind of explain? Because that's, I don't want to get to a deep dive um, podcast, but can you explain how like we are on the molecular we're all made of light right we're made of light and which is energy which is energy and we all have a different we all have a frequency that we vibrate at can you expand a little bit on that can we go down that hole that that lane real quick jake jake brought it up earlier it's called manifestation Mm. um it allows you to kind of um, to harness the energy and control the direction um, that is put out into the universe. 
So you attract that energy, you know what I mean? Based on how you see things. So like um, my mentor told me that when you want something, you literally have to use all your six senses to visualize it. You know what I'm saying? So like, if you want a crib, you know, you literally got to be like, all right, you have to see yourself walking to the crib. You visually got to see your feet filling on, on, on the, on the floor bo- boards and what color is the paint? What does it smell like? What do you hear? Do you hear the, the, the ocean or do you hear the birds in the trees in the mountains? You know, he, he said, you literally got to put yourself in that position to really understand and manifest to the world that this is what you want. And this is what you attract. And, you know, based on the law of energy, um, you know, you will attract that. You'll get it. Eventually, you'll get it. You know what I mean? Steve Harvey talks about it all the time, man. You put your mind into it. Put God first. You know, he talks. You're going to receive what you what you're going to receive, you know. And don't I, man, I, I claim come out everywhere I go. Hey, did you know my buddy got a shop down in uh, Texas? <laughs> I drop your name everywhere I go. Yeah. You. you know, I'm proud of what you've done. And I'm proud to to know you. And I'm proud to like see, be part of your mission and your vision and your accomplished mission, your successes and failures. Like I'm I'm proud to be a part of that. You know what I'm saying? So I claim you everywhere I go, I drop your name. Hey, y'all know my Tokotonga? <laughs> you know, he got a car shop. You know, he's the best of the best. You know, that's the energy that I want to feel when somebody talk about me too, man. Absolutely. We were, uh, Tech and I were talking about that. Um, the last episode we talked about, and he mentioned that, you know, you should uh, choose who you hang out with. Who are your friends that you're hanging out with? Are they adding value to your life or are they taking away from your life? And he was mentioning, he's like, man, that's why I hang around coach, man. I want to pick his brains. I want, you know, find out what he has. A, he's running his business. I need to pick his brain and I need to need to figure out what he's doing. So that's why I was trying to, I'm always trying to hang around coach. I was like, yeah, keep hanging around him, man. That, what do you think I followed him to ASU? <laughs> <laughs> followed him to Arizona State, man. Come on, man. But, I mean, yeah. like. The, the love is for everyone. Likewise, coach, like when I when I see a picture or a Snapchat of somebody on my honey list and I see you there, I'm like, that's my nigga. I'll be right there. You know what I mean? Like I always say that. Um, and it's been multiple times where I've seen him in pictures and something like that. And I've heard nothing but, oh, yeah, that's a, you know, Will's a good dude. You know, because like, bro, you have no idea. Like I want to match everyone else's energy, you know, all y'all energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we can all level up together. I think we got a good group, man. For sure. 100%. We got a good group. And I noticed that, like, in my life, if something's off, bro, like that energy, it'll tell you if it's off, right? If you're messing with someone that you know, like, you don't know, really know them, but um, you kind of hear stuff from other people, but then you experience it yourself, that your their energy is going to tell you what's going on, what who they really are, without you even having having to say anything or like really communicate with them because the way they're vibing literally is off. And so like, if we can stitch like part of having a vision is to pay attention to those off times too, like people that are coming into your life to, you can kind of like, uh, what is it? Decipher who, what energy, who and what energy is allowed to come into your circle, into your life. But Jake, what were you saying? You were, you you had your hand up, or you looked like you were about to say something. What were you gonna say? 
I don't. I I, I, don't know, I like what he was saying with vibrations, but like uh, I I think just kind of making this. I like to break things down to. <clears throat> I, I like to simplify things down when we're we're starting to talk about this, like manifestation. Sometimes it could be confusing for people and confusing for me when we use words like that. So, like the boat is a good example for me in my head. Like we're talking, like we're all going in the same direction. I think the other way would be like the you guys know like the Gulf Stream that runs uh it runs up um the Atlantic ocean, right. And it warms all, all right there, but you guys have all been in the ocean before, right. Or been in a, in fast moving water. What's it like swimming against the current? This is kind of what we're talking about. Like if you try and go sideways through the current or you swim against the current, you know, we're, we're moving in a direction. We're like the Gulf stream, right. And you're going to see people around you trying to go against the current. That is not the way to survive you know that is not you're you are not you're not vibing with the environment you're not you're not moving with the way that you're supposed to move in, in that sense and you see why they're struggling is because they're going against the current right so we we go with the flow we go with the current you know and just to kind of picture us in that um you know kind of helps me it just helps me visualize in my head what that actually means when we talk about manifesting what are other things that you guys do to help you and um in goal planning and setting your goals or reaching your goals, what are some other things or pro tips that you can share with us? I try to keep a routine. Have some some kind of schedule. Um, my day is super busy, so I try to keep a routine. I try to keep to that routine as much as I can, you know, without so I can stay focused. Because me, if I'm doing something at the shop, especially, customer walks in and does something else. <laughs> I won't get back to it. Like, I just totally forget. It's so easy. We're, we're juggling so many things. And I, I, I tell Jake all the time, like, because Jake and I are doing this, this Kava venture, right? I tell Jake all the time, I'm like, bro, don't hesitate to call me. I'm fake busy. I tell that to everybody. I'm fake busy. You know what I mean? I'm not real. I'm not busy. I'm fake busy. Just get a hold of me. Call me when you can. So I think if you create a routine, I can't remember the book. I read a sales book back in the day, but they said it. I think it's it takes 21 days to create a habit, right? So to to be a, cre a creature of habit, like you do it so much, you know, repetitive, you know, it's it becomes a habit. So I try to keep to the same exact routine. Like I try to get up at such and such time, make my way to the shop. It doesn't always work. I don't always keep the schedule, but for the most part, I have some kind of schedule, right, and a routine. Yeah. Keeping it, keeping the routine. That's a pro tip. Staying consistent yeah. with that, coach. You making it a habit, you know. Yeah, yeah. right. Because motivation is motiv motivation comes and goes, right? There's days like absolutely. You struggle. Maybe you don't sleep half the night. You know, the, you know those of you that um, have kids probably know that better than <laughs> single guys. You have better reasons why you didn't sleep the night than maybe what we have, but. Um, but yeah, maybe so you gotta have you gotta have that schedule in place in order to keep the discipline for when the motivation fails you in certain scenarios because it you're not always motivated like how you feel right now when you're like surrounded. We got the message going. You get I mean, let me get up and go to the gym. Let me get up and do something right now. That is that's not that feeling is not always there. So uh, so that's what the schedule you know helps is the, that keeps you disciplined. And then the more that you stick to the schedule and the discipline, you can fall back into the motivation. So it's like a cyclical. Mm, I like that. Hey, back in the, the pandemic, 
when everybody had to stay home and couldn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening. I was trying to find some motivation, like what Jake was talking about. And um, I clicked on Steve Harvey. I love Steve Harvey. I think he's like one of the biggest, smoothest pimps I've ever seen on television. You know, Absolutely. Um, yeah. always has a clean suit on. Right. Always just looking super clean every time he's on television and he's on everything. He's he's on everything right now. Mm-hmm. And I just love the way that he moves um, and the way he says things. But one of the challenges that he made um, on one of the things that I watched is to write down 300 goals. Right. He wow. said he said that, like, you have to think oh. big, like like he said, think big. Talking about like, um, for example, um, you want do you want to like go on a trip somewhere on a vacation trip? Think bigger than that. You know, talk about that. You want to buy a jet plane. Um, talk about you want to own a mountain. He said, you got to think big. Your vision has to be bigger and write them down. And I did it, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I did it. And so he said, once you get to 170, um, you're going to start slowing down on everything that you want to do. I got to 176. I was like, damn, I start running out of ideas, you know, of what I want. And so right now I'm at two. I think I'm still I haven't reached 300 yet. And this is 2020, bro. Right. Um, and this is 2022. And I'm still writing my 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 visions down or my goals down. I think I'm at like 276 now, almost 300. And he said, after you write your goals down every single day, you have to go back and read your goals. And it's like reading a book, man. You know what I mean? This is 276 goals that I wrote down. You know what I mean? And after you start reading those goals every single day, you'll be surprised of all the things that you accomplish. And so what I've done, I started marking it down. I started highlighting it and I write down the day the uh, the month and the year that I accomplished that man, it's unreal, bro. Whoa. It's unreal all the goals that I've set for not just for me, but from for wifey, for my family, for my um, for just for my goals itself. Um, and it's it's crazy because I talk about writing goals down, and he kind of told me he gave me that challenge, and I did it. And um, man, I just yeah, I challenge y'all to do that, you know, and see if you guys can can you know manifest something else for us so yeah, you write, so run it down again you just write 300 try to write 300 goals in a day or yeah just- so your so your goal is just to get a book man mm-hmm. i got it i think it's in a in a truck mm-hmm. you get a book and you write down 300 big goals that you want and it could be small goals too mm-hmm. right but he said to think big you want a jet plane you want to own you know a mansion you want to own a castle you want to own like a state he said, write it down, you know, but you got to think big. And then every single day you go back and you just read through your goals and you'll be surprised of all the goals that, you know, um, um, that you've accomplished within however long, man. And I think I might just go downstairs to go grab my, my, my book in my truck so I can kind of show y'all and read some of those goals that I accomplished. She's kind of see, man, it's, it's small, you know, going on vacation, you know, one of my goals was to take wifey down to Cancun or Mexico. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was two years ago, bro. And we did that. You know what I'm saying? Something as simple as that. Um, nice. You know, making our nonprofit organization one of the leading um, uh, training uh, programs for alignment in the state. Mm-hmm. And we did that. Um, sending kids off to, 
Yeah, sending kids off for to, to scholarships for mm-hmm. that one specific year for 2020. I had 20 kids in my program. Every single one of my kids in that program got D1 scholarships. You know, I was 20 out of 20, bro. And the power of writing stuff down is real, you know, and super um, real. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, coach, how's that? How's that make you feel, Coach? When you're when you're going through, and you're just you're you're going you're reading your list again. You're like, damn, I just checked off like six of them. You know what I mean, or seven, or one. You know what I mean. Like, how does that make you feel, man? Man, it motivates you to just keep um, thinking about those goals. It motivates you to like it. It creates momentum, right? It creates confidence that it don't matter what people tell me that I can't do. You know, all the doubters, all the doubtsayers that say that I can't do this, man, I, you know, I, I don't I don't think about that anymore. So it changes your mindset mm. straight up, it changes your trajectory and your direction of what you really want to have for your family. Um, and it's cool, man. You know what I'm saying? Like um, just to kind of put it out there and then all of a sudden it happens. It's, it's fun to see. And, and, and uh, what's his name? Um, the guy who put it together. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey said you'll you'll start to get excited because you'll be surprised of all the things that you accomplish in that book for all your goals you put down. And he was right. Jeez. Coach, when you reflect on those, is it is it more valuable what you learned in the process of getting there or getting there itself? Wow. Say that again, Jay. So I just I often think about this too because it's like what it after after going and hitting a goal and as you reflect on it and, and think back, is it more valuable what you learn on your way there or getting there itself? Dang, I think both, but I think that like after hearing you ask that question, I think that the lessons that I've learned and the trials that I overcame within that process of accomplishing that goal is what um, I think what's a little bit more special for me. Mm, I see. You know what I was thinking? Because you've done that, you were able to do that. I think you now have the opportunity or the, like the, the skill to actually teach other people to do that too. Or like you can oh, yeah, convey that into, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. He's like what he's teaching us right now. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm geeked for him. Like I can mm. totally picture myself doing the same thing, like going through like and even on so for example, say you're having a bad day, you go through and read your goals and you're like, it's not that bad. I accomplished two goals today. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a big deal. Does that make you oh, wanna yeah. write? even bigger goals i mean like there's that tension like you are you naturally you're wanting to actually write even bigger goals probably now yeah i think it naturally builds confidence momentum i like that word you use the momentum man that's huge bro that's huge i mean i know tech used to repeat these things he's like hey it's better to hit a a high goal or he would always say this he'd always tell us uh it's better to aim high, and, and instead of and aim then aim low and hit the the low target. Remember, you'd always try to you'd always share that with the to always aim high. And I keep hearing I I, can't, I don't know who it was, but um, 
they did an interview and they asked this person and they asked this person like what do you wish you would have done differently in your career and that person i I think it was a boxer or i want to say it was a boxer but he he told the reporters like i wish i would have dreamed bigger because i already hit everything you know so the importance of dreaming huge like dreaming big but then dream huge i think that's I think that's the I think like a pro tip that we can all try to do is to dream big, huge. But then you get those people like there's you know, I was living in Sacramento, like down the street from uh I was working in Sacramento. I had my little little apartment. I was lived down the street from uh from coach. And I did the vision board in my in my little apartment. And in my in my master bathroom I had I put up whole bunch of cutouts of different cars I want. And I, it was kind of like my vision board. It was my, in my, put it in my bathroom and I had a house with a gate. Cause I always wanted a home with a gate. Like that's one of my goals, right? To have a home with a gate, a gate where you pull up and the gate opens for you. And then one time my, uh, my family, they were over, they were stopping in Sacramento, just visiting, stopping and staying the night. And I had a, my whole, you know, my whole bathroom's decked out in my vision board. And then my little sister, she walks in, uh, someone used my main bathroom. Someone was taking a shower in my main bathroom, so she had to come in and use uh, my the the master bathroom in my in my bedroom. And she came in and she she went and used it, and then she came out, and we're all chilling, eating in the in the living room. And then she was like, she she uh, sat down, and started eating. She's like, man, I didn't know you had a crime scene up in your bathroom. She started fighting me, bro. He's like, Mom, I just walked to the most bro. He had a crime scene in this. <laughs> oh, he was over there and had case files up in his wall. <laughs> oh shit, I was like, dude, you ain't allowed in my apartment no more. You gotta get out. <laughs> you started fighting me, bro. I was like because yeah. <laughs> I had my cars, I had like different like bling bling watches. She was like, she's trying to fight me, bro. She's like, man, I didn't know you got a freaking crime scene up in your detective. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> that's one thing. Like, that's the importance of not of knowing who to share your vision with, dude. Don't, bro, some of your family members, they're probably the biggest haters, bro. <laughs> but it was be so like that. It'd be like that, though. Dude, it'd be like that. It, it'd be like that. So that's another thing to keep in mind, folks. Like, yeah, you're doing your vision board. You're putting this together. 2023 is going to be a new you and new everything. Just remember, man, just keep your eye focused and your head down and keep working. Because sometimes, it's, you know, we all know this. This is all just a part of life is that sometimes it's the ones that are who, who are closest to you that will wreck that, um, wreck that dream or vision. Because what Coach is saying, I think, helps you. Like, we're all... F- like the biggest fear is is people are afraid to fail right and so like myself included all of us right so if you're with the right people you can fail upwards or you're not sharing it with the wrong so i think it's important in like what coach is saying about the 300 goals because you literally have a record of your success but how many failures you had on your way up to the success so i think the key takeaway is to fail upwards Wow, I love that perspective, Jake. That's dope. I like that too, Jake. I like that. Fail upwards and fail forward. Like I heard, uh, that's one thing I I used to hear a lot. Is like, don't fail backwards, fail forward. Like, keep going. Yeah, I like fail forward better. (laughs) Same (laughs) same concept. (laughs) Reading my mind. (laughs) Yeah. Coach, what do you got there, man? I'm just gonna get that gold book, man. Oh, right here. 
Oh, what? It says dreams. I don't know if you guys can see it. It's kind of blurry. Yeah, you can see it. Um, for those of you that are just listening, Coach just went downstairs. He has a book, and it's a red book, and it's uh, written with a cursive gold like uh, dream on the front of the book. So I write all my goals down. But I have like 300. Right now I have 200 plus goals that I write down. And then I highlight them and write down the, the month and the year that I accomplished that goal. It's just fun to go back and see. You know, I'm reading right now. One of my goals is to buy a helicopter. I'm going to buy a helicopter one day. Go for it. I'm going to ride with you in that helicopter, bro. Yeah. You got this, man. Jeez. That's what's up. Do you know what kind of helicopter? What what model? I don't. I just wrote them down. That's what's up. Man, one of my goals, I'm going to tell you all this right now, is to try to get a, a pilot's license. Been trying to do it so on my phone, I have this picture of a, a Cessna. Uh, I don't have it here, but is to learn how to fly a plane, man. That's one of my goals. So maybe 2023, maybe 2026. Who knows? <laughs> but man, I need to get one of those books, man. That's that dope. 300 goals. That sounds like a lot. And you said about when you got to 176, you kind of like slowed down? Kind of just slow down and kind of run out of ideas a little bit. But, um, you know, once you think of something, you just got to have this book accessible to, you know, just write stuff down. You know, I'm just reading through here. I have, yeah, it's just fun to see the highlights on all these pages because it, um, it, yeah, it does, it does motivate me, man. Like, I want to meet The Rock. You know, it's one of my goals, Dwayne Johnson. Nice. So, all of her calls. Yeah, keep going. Can we please share some of the stuff that you wrote, Coach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I want to create an NFL team in Utah. Oh. You know, some type of some some program that's connected, at least at least in my head, an NFL program that's connected with the uh a, a program that's connected with the NFL, you know. I, and in some capacity, which right. would be dope, right? That place has the talent and the infrastructure to do that. Oh, I found some cash. What's going on here? See? I think that's one of my goals is to save some cash. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. But, yeah, but yeah um, man, it's, it's cool, man. Um, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like I told, like I told y'all, I feel like I have to trick myself mm. in a way to to stay focused. Um, you know, one of the tips that I would, I always do when I'm trying to accomplish something in a moment mm-hmm. is when, like, I get distracted or a thought comes in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned that if I so so say I have a I have a, a task that I need to complete, right? And something pops in my head where it kind of distracts me from accomplishing that goal. Mm-hmm. I have to write that task down, mm. or that, or I'm sorry, I have to write that. What uh, you're working on? Um, that distraction down. Mm. Does that make sense? Okay. For me to forget about that distraction, that's it's it's, it's helped me like stay on task, you know, for a long period of time and focus. 
That makes that, sense. Yeah, that happens to me a lot, man, especially when I'm editing our episode. See? Oh, yeah. I get distracted left and right, man, like straight up. If I don't put my phone away, then I'm I'm not doing that episode. <laughs> so I get distracted. So you're saying when you get that distraction, you write it down? Write it down. Write that thought down on, on that or whatever piece of paper. This Now that thought is somewhere else now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then you can go back to do what you were doing. And this helped. I don't know if it's 100% for me, but mm. it's helped me kind of stay focused longer. You know, accomplish whatever I'm doing at that moment longer. Mm. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try to use that. But that's uh, that's fascinating that you said that you 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 try to do something that like you tricks you into staying focused. I don't. I've never heard that before, man. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to implement that into my daily editing when I'm editing our episodes and stuff. I'm gonna try to use that, coach. That's that's brilliant. Here's another trick that I've learned about myself. This is just me learning about me, man. You know, mm-hmm. um. I started to get in the habit of becoming late to meetings or late to like something that I'm going to Mm. part of my life. Right. Mm -hmm. But what happens is I know that the meeting starts at eight in the morning. I'm dressed and ready to go at seven o'clock in the morning. But for some reason I distract, I get distracted Mm. and I still late to that meeting and late for me is five minutes early. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it started to be a pattern for me where I'm ready for church or I'm ready for something. Then all of a sudden, toko man, um, I get there late. You know what I'm saying? So what I've done is I've like tricked my mind into going somewhere that's close to where I need to go. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So like, I kind of put my mind to like go to the gas station to go buy a drink before I go to that meeting. So if I am late. Right. I'm not that late anymore because I'm just around the corner. You mm. feel me? Okay. So now I'm 30 minutes early. Mm. But that's what I mean by trick. I got to trick myself. And I don't know if that will help anybody else that's listening mm. and trying to trick yourself into like, you know, being on time. Because that's what I've done. That's a trick that I've used for years now. Mm. You know? Yeah, that's, some, that's a good little pro tip right there. Maybe someone can try. I'm going to try. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it. Honestly, I'm on my editing when I'm editing our podcast, man, I'm going to straight up use that, especially the part where you write it down. I think that's, I think that's going to help me big time. I'm going to try it tonight, actually, after, after we're done with this episode. But man, that's awesome. Great tips. What about you, Jay? You got some insight or anything you'd like to share on that? And I have a terrible concept of time. So I have to do what, uh, what coach is saying about, like, I have to trick myself, um, in, into, like so if if i think something is going to take this long for me to get ready or whatever i like i have to double it or even triple it to get ready because i literally have my brain can't conceptualize going to the gym i'm like that should take me an hour and a half and, and then i can get home and by this time i should be doing that and two and a half later hours later i'm getting home from the gym so it's like oh or even like um I'm going to leave to go to the gym at this time. But then as I'm pre, you know, I didn't prepare enough time for, Oh, I gotta, I gotta eat. Now my dog wants to go out. I gotta go walk him. Um, I forgot to get my pre-workout ready, all these things. So I just like, I have to double or triple the time depending on the activity to, 
to I'm, I'm kind of tricking myself same way right mm-hmm. um just because i have i don't have a very good concept of how long how long things take unfortunately so so that helps me a ton the little life hacks right you know i think all of us kind of have different things that distract us or throw us off or whatever but um that's what i have to do to to, to make it on time to things or, or to like get things accomplished within a reasonable amount of time when I got other things on my plate. Mm, I see. That's what's up for me, man. It's either I do it or I don't. And I do it one. I go hard either way. <laughs> so I need to focus <laughs> on because y- y'all know I, we have hella episodes because either I do it or I don't. And I need to figure out how to transition over to that part where I can trick it. I'm tricking myself because I'm, I'm I have that mentality right now. It's like, man, I'm lazy or I'm lazy. I'm not going to do it today. I just won't do it. Well, I need to get into that habit of developing that, um, you know, that little, that skill set of tricking myself into doing or getting to that point where I can finish my edits. I think I'm going to start using that tonight. So if you guys see me writing down some things and sending in a group chat, you just know that that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I i do another trick too like earning earning my leisure time like earning the reward mm. so if i have a certain things that i know i need to get accomplished i i don't i can't take it whatever the reward is going to be i cannot do it unless i do those things that i've been avoiding because so i think it's human nature right like we avoid the things that are harder or difficult or Absolutely. Maybe they're maybe they're boring or you know uncomfortable. There's just a lot of things, right? That we that we avoid, but mm-hmm. it helps me get through it when I tell myself, okay, you can't go do the thing you want until you do those things. So that helps me kind of get through it too. You know, that helps that helps a lot with like because I love to work out, but man, some days my body's not cooperating. And you know, I've learned to like incorporate different things, rest days, all that kind of stuff, but there's a difference when I'm being lazy versus, uh, or avoiding it versus, you know, and so I'll use those tricks like, okay, if you want to, you're not going to be able to go do that unless you earn it. So you got to go earn it. And so, and, and that works for like my, my daily job to, you know, you, you're not going to go get to do that until you've knocked out these, you know, three, four things or whatever. So it helps just kind of like, uh, you know, you get a reward for doing what you're supposed to do type of a thing so it's you know another little life hack hmm. all right i can try to use that too man i need everything to help me to you know accomplish the stuff that i need especially number one priority of editing y'all know that's a task in as of in of itself so i feel like what you guys just shared with me right now i'm going to implement those because i've never heard of them before i've never thought about even doing that so thank you for sharing that tonight so the key takeaways for me from what I've heard and what we've talked about today is one, write your goals down. Two, um, tr- like what we're just talking about, tricking yourself, doing something um, that will set you up to accomplish your goal. Um, what are some key takeaways from what you guys uh, what you guys learned tonight or from what we've talked about tonight, Coach? think that um by me by by listening to you guys accomplish your goals i think it's one of my key takeaways is um 
being able to listen to success stories from you guys, right? Um, and I think it's important that we share those success stories with each other to keep us rolling mm. when things aren't going well, right? And we know they don't always go well. Um, and I think um, one of the other takeaways that I take is just to, just to understand that the output that you get, it's um, it's typically based on the input. So if this is what you want, this is what you got to do. That's what I take from this from this episode, man. And I, I love it when you know this is my first time on the episode in a while. But when you talk about goals, I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get on this episode with notice and and with Jake. <laughs> this is I feel passionate. I'm, I'm passionate about goals and listening to success stories. I'm I'm addicted to to like to listening to anybody do things that they put their their heart out to to accomplishing and it's great that you come that you're on here because you have a tr nice track record to be able to share share that stuff with our listeners or even with us you know i've learned so much right just talking right now so definitely a benefit to everyone's listening tonight so thank you for that coach what about you jake okay so i wrote away? some things down wrote mm -hmm. some things down while we were going once yeah, now I, I was hoping, Coach, you were going to be on this one too because uh, I think this is one that you probably lead by example the most out of at least what you've shared with us. 100%. Wow. Um, although all of us are kind of goal-oriented, um, but um, key takeaways, pay attention to the distractions, write them down so you know when they're coming. It's kind of like a little... We, th we talked about life hacks, I think, a lot in here. So that's one of them. Write your goals down. Um and, you know, and you gave us the example, write 300 goals down, dream big. Um, and then um, just to kind of give yourself a good focus to go forward. Right. And then out of that, you know, I had the idea to, to fail forwards or, or, or fail upward. Right. Um, and so important to, you know, know that your failures are contributing towards your future success. I think that's just a key part of it because, it, failing is uncomfortable, but just knowing that's part of the process and it, it, and it is progress, not failure when you fail, if that makes sense. And uh, the last one, five minutes early is late. <laughs> mm -hmm. I like that one too. Coach, which is a good never concept late. to go and think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it, that's just a good concept to you know to run in life is, uh, on those things. But um, and then you know go with the current and make sure that you know those around you your circle, your people that are, you know, that are with you are going the same direction you're going so that you, you can all get there faster. Mm. That's what's up. Damn, that's that's great, great, Jake. Some great takeaways right there, man. Gentlemen, my brothers, thank you so much for everything you guys shared tonight. I hope everyone that's listening has been able to, you know, gain some uh, value from what we shared tonight on episode 36. Again, if you guys want to reach out to us, so you guys have a question or you would like to join us for a podcast, please hit us up on the encourager show at gmail.com or just slide into any one of our DMs on Instagram, TikTok, or Twitter. And once again, this is episode 36. My name is Stefan Otis. I'm joined here with Jake um, and Coach, Coach Will Kofe, and Tonga was here with us earlier. Um, guys, do you have anything else you want to share before we uh, end this one? Yeah, don't forget to like and subscribe on the encouragers on YouTube um, so we can build our following. We want to do this more. The more people that 
follow us and support us the more often we can do this and share more content and you know one of the big goals one of my big 300 goals is to grow this podcast so that i can do this more um with my brothers i enjoy this so much so uh just glad to be able to do that and then shout out to our sponsors as always good vibes kava um we got ofa in the house we had card house texas uh any others that we got notice uh troop 28 clothing and Ofa Academy, Ofa Academy, one hundred. <laughs> Coach, you have anything else you want um, to share or impart as we close this one out? Yeah, Matt. I think um, I think it's important that you surround yourself with people that um, that support you and people that love you, regardless, um, because. You know, as fun as goals are and, and writing them down, accomplishing them, you still need that. You still need that. I, I think about the 49ers, right? I want to be that guy who's holding the radio when they walk out. I'm that guy, you know. Um, you know, when when they're walking out of the, the tunnel, I'm that guy that's gonna hype you up, I'm that guy that's gonna be right next to you and and cheer you on um to accomplish your goal. So yeah, man, surround yourself with good people, man. It's 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 fun when when you have them around you. 100%. Man, thank you again, Coach and Jake and Tonga, for uh, being on this episode. Again, we are the encouragers. Find us on all platforms of social media. And thank you for listening. And guys, have a good night and great week. See you guys.